Guy, if you're a dirty little bitch and you like to collect shit, head on over to patreon.com and collect all my bonus NFTs and all my bonus other shit and all my bonus internet stuff. Don't know what any of that means, but it's all on patreon.com forward slash slyguypodcast. You get early access released to this podcast. You get the guest podcast every Friday. You get the extra Sly Guy podcast. You get vlogs. You get everything you ever bloody well want in your life. So head to Sly Guy Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy podcast. Said too many words there. The link's in the description. The Sly Guy podcast is brought to you by Pugs Comedy Club. Thursday's longest running comedy club. That's right. And we are back and we are coming in your face with a brand new lineup and a brand new show on the 4th of November. You're going to get me. You're going to get Johnny Bow, who's not me, but I'm pointing at me anyway. And you're going to get Paddy McDonald, who's also not me, but he's going to be there. And hey, if you think comedy's not enough, and you want to fill your fat consumer face with food and drink, pop into Pug Uglies before the comedy show. Get yourself my personal favourite, officially going to be renamed the Dave Elliott Buffalo Wrap and Sweet Potato Fries. Get it in your face, have a pint, come upstairs, laugh your balls off. Or if you're a woman, laugh your titties off. Either way, it'll be a great time. And if you're like that person who went on that show a couple of weeks back and ripped off her clothes and had tits on a dick, you'll laugh them both off at Pugs Comedy Club. The Sly Guy podcast is maybe brought to you in association with Manscaped. We've been through it before. I don't care and don't like pubic hair. So um, there you go. You can you get 20% off of free shipping at Manscaped if you want. If you don't want to, if you want to grow a big bush and you want the people to have to fucking trek through your pubes to find your wee pin dick, fine, do that. But if you want to have a really regal looking schlong, be all smooth and sexy and you know, it'll look like a big python you just want to suck, go to manscaped.com and check out, use the code SLY. It's only three letters, it's S-L-Y. Why use any other code? Use SLY so Manscaped have to legally pay me money instead of just giving me free stuff because I'm sick of them. If you want this to make your balls smell better and not chafe, Use the ball deodorant. It does genuinely smell nice. And you can spray your balls as well. You can spray your balls with whatever you want because they're your balls, but I would recommend you spray them with this Crop Reviver Ball Toner. I mean, Manscaped, they're the number one grooming fucking company for below your waist and above your knees. And that's what it is. And you can all eat shit and <laughs> go to manscaped.com and get 20% off with the code SLY at checkout. Guys, I'm not even going to be disrespectful in this read because I realise I've been a bloody pig so far. But this week and every other week and now every week in the future until I inevitably get sacked by them because of things I say on this podcast. The podcast brought to you by Modest Beer. Modest Beer, or beer, that is modest. It tastes good, it looks good, as Louis Walsh would say, it is good. And you can find out more about Modest Beer by going to their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk. You can see the range of beers they have. You can subscribe to their brews letter. Not like brews, but like brews as in B-R-E-W-S, the brews letter. Brews rhymes with news. What about that for marketing? Modest Beer brews letter. Subscribe there. You can find out all the modest news, all about their brews, all about their merch, when they're doing like live performances, which is weird to see a live performance of beer, but it's worth it. <coughs> I got so excited there, I ran out of liquid in my mouth, and that's why it's great to have Modest Beer as a sponsor, because they're wet and my mouth needs to be wetted. So guys, check them out on social media, at Modest Beer, buckle in and enjoy the podcast, and if you write anything negative about me in the comments, you can go and fuck your mother. Bye. Um.
the slack guy. Shut up, everyone <laughs> shut up. Shut up, listen, it's my podcast, and anyone that says otherwise can fuck off. Welcome to the podcast, Johnny <laughs> Bo. I hope you're feeling good. I'm feeling, I don't know how I'm feeling, I'm feeling really wound up. You're winding me up, snake ratting, you call him the psycho psycho, who's on the other side of the camera and he's on this side today and the fuckwit's normally on that side and it's putting me off and I'm fucking surrounded by snakes. Welcome to the podcast, Johnny. How thank are you, you doing? Thank you. That was a very a very warm welcome. You know, listen, sometimes I like to be warm in this podcast. Sometimes I like to lose around myself. I've just recorded a podcast with a terrifying bird of prey, so now I feel like I'm on edge. I don't know what's going on inside me with chemicals or whatnot. I've been taking gear and I don't know how it's gonna go. What is your gear of choice? My gear of choice is just coke, not cocaine, just full fat coke, because now I'm fucking old and worried about diabetes. I have to drink Coke Zero. Coke, coke Zero is, it's one of the worst ones. The worst? What? Do, are you a Coke man yourself? <sighs> coke I'm man, a, episode name. There you go, Bennett. Already, <laughs> wrap it up. Straight away, Coke man. There's the original, has to be the original. Diet Coke's the worst. The worst? Diet Coke See, I quite like, like it. No, like boudet. But do you like it because it's like, oh, I'm being healthy, or do you actually like it? No, I, I, I quite like it. This is the thing. I would, I don't know what you, what, what's your view on alcohol? I like it. You like it, right? Okay. What's your your favorite sort of drink? If you're right, say for example, the top button's undone, Johnny. Oh, oh. The top button's undone. You're letting the hair down. What what does a night out for you look like? First thing, first drink you get. To start first thing is always a pint of a nice cold beer, like a like a. Prava or something, something strongish. I don't like nice. a I don't like a strong Irish. Don't like a Coors. No. Don't like a Carling. No. Carling is the worst one. Yeah, Carling. Carling I used to drink when I was fifteen. I must be honest, mm. and then I went a bit more. You know what I'm drinking right now at the minute? I like this since I we're stuck in a cost of living crisis and life is miserable and I want to die. I feel now to treat myself. What I do is buy like holiday beers. So I'll buy like an Estrella Dam. I'll oh, put it yeah. in the fridge, get it really cool. And I'll have one. I'll be like, that's what holiday tastes like. <laughs> you feel a wee bit exotic almost. Don't you? There you go. There's a wee soul. Oh, there you go. <laughs> trying to fill the soul that's just fucking evaporated from me. But yeah, I like to do that. And my ultimate beer is if I'm on holidays, you go and you get a, it's not a beer, it's a cerveza. You know, you go oh, in yeah. and you get a small beer in a frosted glass on a hot day on your holidays. That's my idea of how. How are you looking? You got the flip flops on. The I got flip flops on. I've got a, a string vest on. I've got the shorts on. But is it flip flops or is it like a slider? It's a slider. You know, That's how you be a slider guy. I'm a slider guy. I used to be a thong guy, and then the older I've got, the weaker the skin in between my toes I've got, and then a thong just rubs it. Then you're susceptible to infection, and then I believe the Russians are more likely to poison me and kill me. Probably so sliders. Also name the episode slider guy. Slider guy, but unfortunately, it's already called Coke Boys. So there you wow. go. Too late in the day. Once Ben has a lock in, Ben has <laughs> a learning final. difficulty. What is your learning difficulty? Autism. And once you say something to him, that's it. That it's is done. in the box, and that is done. It's I good, respect man. that from him. You <laughs> that's know? fair. And that's why that's we're fair. an equal opportunity employer. The Slider like Podcast. That. I like that. So yeah, you're night out. This is a way, like for anyone that like was born under a rock. This guy. Is Johnny Bo. He's one of the, the, the go-to guys in the comedy scene now at the minute. You've established that's yourself. You're on the BBC New Comedian of the Year awards there. That's definitely the name of it. Yeah, BBC. Is it BBC nah, New Comedian? it's BBC New Comedy Award. Oh, yeah. Fuck, who cares? It's a load of shit anyway because they mugged you. You know yeah, why they yeah, put yeah. you through? Mm-hmm. You know why? Because you're a white cis guy. Heterosexual. You know? 
which is why uh, you know I'm friends with you because this That's is my, exactly my, awesome. my content. But no, genuine, genuinely joking aside, BBC is amazing, and the world is so diverse, and it should be represented more. And it's disgusting that people like us are getting opportunities. Yeah, but please give me more work. Thanks. How um, was that experience for you? I must say, I was pretty proud watching you. I thank felt you, like, thank uh, you. I felt it was, like it was good. It was kind of. It was a long. It was obviously a long day. It was we normally turn up to gigs and you're what maybe maximum about an hour before mm-hmm. the gig sort of thing. Like, well, I like to turn up, go on stage, tell everyone backstage to fuck off and then go home. Yeah, that's, but that's how I that, But that's that's your thing. Isn't yeah, it? listen, you know thing. what? It's weird to be like compete. Not everyone like their work colleagues. That's no, no, so. but you have to. You have to. You have to work with them to yeah, a certain so extent. But it was good. It was kind of like um, it was weird because it wasn't didn't feel like a gig as such. So mm-hmm. I had to be there for like half. Four and I wasn't on stage. So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, long day makeup, but, but I wasn't on stage. Maybe quarter past eight, so it was like that's a long time to be hanging about for five yeah. minutes. Now, did they give you any like grub or anything? Yeah, look after you. Get yeah, yeah, no, we got, we got food, we got beers, we got crisps, we got nice. sweets. Did you do any? Um, what's the word? Networking? No. no. We comedians can't do that anymore, John. That's <laughs> well, yeah. that is frowned upon. You can't no longer just fuck other comedians because no. people will have a problem. So, um, did you do any more? Did you meet any new people? Anyone that you were like, I like this person. They could be comedy I, friends going forward. I met Daryl Brain. That was he. It wasn't. That, it was nothing to do. That was the bar afterwards. Oh, I casual because I was going to say, yeah. if anything, he is both old in age and oh, yeah. in terms of comedy experience because he is probably one of the. One of the greats, certainly oh, yeah. one of the greats from this country. He was I think nice. we're going to go. He's not from Northern Ireland. I don't care. It's an island. He dick. Still. Yeah. So but he was nice. He was, was nice. Did you? Yeah, we were chatting to him for ages, and uh, he told me to pay my taxes, which is pretty good advice, I think. Right? Nice. And is that because he's he, he saw knew. you in a suit and you reminded him of Jimmy Carr, maybe a one liner in a suit? Yeah. Well, I kind of told him. Would well, I didn't tell him I was wearing a suit. He could see that. Oh, okay. I, told, I told, told him I do one liners. I was going to say I told him, and he's like, "I've got one line for you here," because Daryl Green like. Tim McGarry, big drug head. Big, oh, off his yeah. head. Completely head. off his head. Like, mm-hmm. t- in the toilets. The whole, I met him in the toilets. Yeah, at a glory hole. He big. knocked the first guy. And he goes, what's going on here? Biggest um, line I've ever seen. Nice. Through the glory hole and then he did coke. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think the line was? <laughs> oh, wow. You want to be a comedian, young Johnny? <laughs> it's weird that's how I recognise him. Though. Yeah. <laughs> And what, yeah. why was he there? He was, he was gigging. He was gigging at uh, what's the other place in Derry? The you were at the Guildhall, weren't you? Yeah, we were at the, the Millennium Forum. Yes, he yeah. was. He was there, gigging, and then come back for pints. Where was it? Santino's. It was. Yeah, pint out his spot. Yeah, nice. Well, there you go. If you want any like celebrity spotters out there, want to meet Daryl Breen whenever he's doing a show there, go to Santino's afterwards. Maybe that's what we should do if we want to just meet him. Yeah, definitely. I think that's why we were there, because mm. I think the producers kind of knew that that's where he goes, and then... I had on the schmooze. It was good, yeah. I did, did you have a few drinks afterwards oh, with people? Too many. Too many? Too many. Know. But it was, as we were saying earlier, like I start, I always start with a beer, uh-huh. and then it gets to the point where I'm like, I need a whiskey. Right, okay. Obviously, I'm kind of known for having a whiskey on stage, but... Yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm a sly guy, and I don't care. You don't drink it on stage. I don't. You're just right. Just saying, you're a spoof. You're lying to people. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, so you know like what you're like. You are exactly like Bill Cosby. It's all a front. You know, yeah. He's like, I'm a nice old man, but I'm a rapist. And I also don't drink whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically the same thing. Yeah. yeah, but in terms of that, like, what whiskey is your go-to? Like, yeah, that was that was genuinely a question that I got through the uh, 
through the, the story that you shared and that you nice. shared. Um, All right, okay, so you don't answer that just yet then? No, well, I can do if we want to go straight into that one. We can, well, we can answer that question. Who asked it? It was Herbie asked it. Herbie? So, do you know Herbie? I, I don't know Herbie, but I think Herbie was at a gig I did a couple of weeks ago. See, that would be a good game. You should start playing What's in the Glass, and if people guess it correctly, you give them like five. That sounds like a bit of Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's in the glass? <laughs> Drugs, bitch. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> hey, who cares? It's been a long day. It's fine. Cancelled. It's fine. Um, that's my next show is What's in the Glass. Yeah. <laughs> and why is it fizzing? <laughs> oh, why am I? <laughs> um, it's a very short show. <laughs> um, yeah, so I always drink uh, Blackbush. Bushmills, Black Bush. Yeah. <laughs> no appropriate joke there, isn't yeah. it? But, uh, so Black Bush. Yeah. And have you always been a whiskey guy? No, I would say the last few years. Just to start do you, do you drink? Do you drink it straight? Or do you drink it gay? No. <laughs> or do you drink it made, Both. Both. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the night. Depends how many pints I've had before. Of <laughs> <laughs> Darrow Brain pops up with uh, yeah, yeah. the Glorio. I'll, I'll drink anything. Oh, our slurp. That's <laughs> <laughs> why are we going down this, oh, this road. But what way do you take it right now? Always straight. No ice. No ice. Ever. Always straight. Always, always straight. straight. Cut that, Ben. Always Johnny Bell, always straight. Always straight. But you, no ice even? No, don't like ice. Some people add water to it as well. I was like, what's the point? Yeah, like that's an old man tradition really, isn't it? You, if, like I used to work mm. in, a, in a golf club bar illegally, may I add, whenever I was a child. Um, but as a pubic child, you know, those guys who will catch paedophiles, so technically you'd be like, I don't actually think I'm a paedophile because this guy looked older than me, but now nah, when I was 15, I was pulling pints. You definitely didn't look 15. Did you? No, I look 45. <laughs> I actually looked older then than I do now. Um, mm. And it was one of those things, like the, an old man would just come in and give me whiskey and I would jug, like just the, an old, the only place I see these wee glass jugs are in golf club bars for old mm. men. He was just getting it into him. I always wonder, well, why would you drink it like because i only drink water if like i was neck and buck fast or maybe i was drinking a really rich red wine just so my whole head didn't turn into like a punch yeah. you know so but it's weird i find that and they mix it it's like why would you do that because the taste of whiskey to me on its own is not refreshing or delicious i love it you love it i, I really like it i could sit and drink it though. like just generally yeah. that would be the the onset of problem i, have, I, I do have some in my bag like we could I could just crack onto it. What's weird is that you're just at work. <laughs> and he's like, hey, listen, I have some. I was. It's been in my bag since Friday, though. I was gigging on Friday, so it's been in my bag since. Also, I have a problem. Yeah, he's like, listen, <laughs> this is the thing, because, again, like, you maybe know the podcast, you maybe don't. A lot of people know me as a self-help guy as well as a, as a comedy podcast, so if it's something you want to come out and say and I'm not coming out in this podcast. Like. No, well, listen, I'm here. A lot of people call me Uncle Davey. So yeah, a lot of people do. It was weird though because generally, whenever I met my wife, she had like nieces and nephews, and before we were married, I was just big Davy to them. And then I got married, I insisted they call me Uncle Davy. Does your wife call you that? Yes, <laughs> she calls me grandfather. But I've had some horror ones when it comes to ordering whiskey. Like I remember doing a gig once, and I said, "Because I'm no, I just bring my own because yeah. they've racked it so many times." Can't remember where it was. But they gave me a plastic glass, literally filled the glass with ice, and then dropped a wee tiny bit of whiskey at the bottom. Mm. I had to just... The, oh, I like the idea that you did it like that whilst looking at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, literally just... Yeah. And I just threw it at them. <laughs> <laughs> like a wee cat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. There's nothing worse than when you, you want a specific thing. Like, if you're drinking a whiskey, it's not a case of, like, 
you're not in BCM and Magaluf and it's vodka punch mix you know what I mean it's a whiskey and you want a certain type yeah like I would drink a brandy and I wouldn't like to have just a basic bitch brandy like I want to have a nice either like a Remy Martin mm. or Covassier or a nice and do you just drink that straight yeah I can drink it straight or sometimes I coke to it as well you know because I, I like it's the only time I can really drink full fat coke without being judged uh, I haven't had a brandy in a while I don't I was think I've ever drinking. had brandy. You haven't? I don't think I've ever had brandy. It was nice. I actually first drank a drink called Calvados whenever again I was underage in Jersey in the summer and it was a nice right. drink and it was like similar to a brandy. I remember Swiss and they do brandy balls. Oh, brandy balls, yeah. The paedophile's choice. Great, great ball. Like actually speaking of brandy balls and uh, paedophile's... Is that what they call you? <laughs> the paedophile's choice. <laughs> <laughs> but Ben, actually speaking of, producer Snake Rat, who's not in the mic today, which is very sneaky of him, he um, actually pulled me aside once and was like, can you stop sucking brandy balls on the podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it a problem for a while? It was awful. And did brandy balls come up from another table? <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know what, the thing about a brandy ball, now this is probably why pedophiles like it, it gets your mouth really moist. Wait, wait is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Werther's Originals, brandy balls and fucking cute boys. That's what the nonsense choice is, brandy balls. The nonsense choice. Like that. That's not why all the and you go to the pack and mix, all mm-hmm. the brownie balls are always gone. Yeah, because there's a lot of nonsense in a little time. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but I, mean, I used to really wet my whistle, so I imagine if you wanted like I know to have a really wet <laughs> a really wet mouth, brownie balls are what to go for. Like. Yeah, but then Ben was like, Do you keep hitting off your teeth? And it's just a gross sound, and I can't listen to it. Was that on Boytown or was it on my own Boy private Boy. podcast? Yeah, I mean, Boytown's, you know, also speaking of Brandy Balls, the nonsense favourite. A lot of nonsense listen to Boytown. And as was well. that because they thought it was something else? Because the time. No, were you trying? Were you. <laughs> to have, like, are you friends with the beta file and you're, you're just getting like the spares or I mean no actually I do enjoy the taste of Brandy Balls. I've always liked Brandy Balls. I liked. What are the, the like, ready balls called as well? Cinnamon Balls? No, I like cinnamon balls. I don't, I don't think that's it. Cinnamon lozenges, again. No, the no, they're awful. I like the cinnamon lozenges because you suck them and they're hard Should like You'd be a really bad pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's not, I don't think that's what kids want, to be honest. But see, this Maybe is, in the 40s. But this is where <laughs> pedophiles are going wrong. <laughs> this is where pedos are missing yeah. a trick. They, don't, they need to get like Harry Bosars. I was going to say, so, so kids, if, you if, know? if you were, say we go back yeah. 30 years, it's like that's that's a bite. You're a, the basically the age for a pedophile. Yeah. At what age does little little Davy? What does he want? To like suck on. No, no. What would get you in the van? In the van, probably just a cock. You know, if he just goes here, make him over here and suck on this. <laughs> Sweet. Let's just straight in. Let's go straight in on the knees. <laughs> STDs. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I think what would get me into the van right <clears throat> off back in the day? Like, you're asking me what I'd be prepared to be buggered for um, well no because no. you don't know it's not right. like it's it's not a, I mean you know I what? don't think they're that literate I don't think they're like here's some sweets yeah. if you let me suck your dick yeah we, but you know what this is another thing <laughs> are there people out there like this is the same thing I think about an awful lot like are there guys out there old men maybe men or 60s in their 70s who just genuinely meet a nice native woman on holiday in Thailand you know they just meet a nice native woman they bring her home everyone's like bought her online you know what I mean? Everyone's like, hey, him. When really, he's like, no, we just met naturally. It was platonic. Just on holiday. Like, yeah. maybe there's just guys out there who just like chatting to kids and eating sweets. <laughs> and there's nothing sexual in it. It's just... And they just take them for a drive. Guys mm-hmm. being guys, having a good time. 
You know what I mean? There's nothing Liquor. wrong with a man with a van yeah. who doesn't actually need the van. Strawberry laces. They would get me in the back of the van really? back in the day. Yeah, like strawberry lace. A gobstopper is actually a good choice if you don't want to be molested because they can't get anything else in there when the gobstopper's in. So that's, that's a good diversionary tool. That's the that's yeah. pedo protection. Yeah. Pedo protection. There you go. <laughs> that's what we're, if you wanted to get in the or no, if you wanted to get in the back of the van, you'd get in the back of the van. But if you were to be lured to the back of the no, van. No, I was a child. Both. We'll do both. No. I am probably a day off. <laughs> nice. So it's just it's your boss is yeah. the sex offender just going yeah. hop in I'll sign your leave card. Yeah. If someone's yeah. like I'll give you an extra day's holiday I'd be like yeah take me now. Yeah. And as a kid what would it be? Um, I'm just saying what? It doesn't have to be sweets you know it could be a magazine. Do you know what? Do you know what it's going to say? Do you know what actually I used to go mental for? Those lucky bags. Lucky bags? Do you remember? Yeah, I mean that'll you got everything. Yeah. But if you got a lucky bag and it was a shit lucky bag, and then you're getting bummed, that's a bad day at the office. Yeah, unless there was a condom in it. Yeah, true. I mean, like, oh, <laughs> luck would be a chance. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I've never actually thought about what I would, and I've never actually thought about why pedos are notoriously. I mean, there are certain things that are associated with things, and aren't there like, and and pedophiles are associated with Werther's original. I would like to know what Werther's original as a brand do to try to. Make mm. people not assume they're just used by paedophiles. But what it is, they put an old man on a child in the ad. Yeah, I mean, what I would try to do, I would get young blood, because like like the actual the, the singer. Person. Yeah, not not like, <laughs> not like <laughs> young blood and mix it in with the buttercream. <laughs> like I don't know who's hip and happen. I get young blood, Taylor Swift, yeah, and um, BTS. Um, Are they not just about to do military service or something as well? Yeah, but before they do that, they'll Probably. advertise Werther's Originals. Right. And I think I would get people who are not associated with paedophiles. And um, I would have said R. Kelly, but unfortunately... And you say that like they're hard to find. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> nowadays, like in the Werther's mm. train. You know, I think what you should do, if you're buying a bag of Werther's, you should have to, you know, leave your name at least at the at the desk when you buy them. You have to leave your name yeah. and just be handed to police. Just so they can have a wee, totally unrelated look at your hard drive. Yeah, you know that seems like a fair trade. Yeah, they are nice though. Yeah, I do like a Werther's. Not the stuff you're, not the balls you're talking about no, earlier, but a Werther's. Yeah, a Werther's. But the only thing is, would you, would you go out and buy a pack of Werther's, or would you suck someone else's Werther's? I would only say I only ever suck someone else's. Yeah, but like I would, I would, I've been known to go into a sweet shop, a traditional oldie sweet shop, and ask for a quarter of brandy balls. I've been known to do that. I've been known to mix up brandy balls with Werther's Originals. I've been known to mix it up with um, cinnamon lozenges. I've been known to mix it up. All the pedo's favourites, I'm mixing them in a bag. You know, I'm because I like the taste. And I don't like pedophiles, but I like the taste of their sweets. And I think as an older guy now, I can see how the path has changed. Yeah. I'd say it would be a lot harder to get a kid in a van nowadays. Not because they're like, overweight or anything like, but just because. Well, that's definitely attitude too, isn't it? Well, it's part of it like, but... I don't know, I think there's probably one like a fucking Xbox game or something. Wouldn't there? But everyone's filming it too, aren't they? Kids all have mobile phones. Yeah. It's not like it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> or was a lot of or was there word against yours? <laughs> now speaking of, there was a couple of weeks ago at my daughter's primary school, a weird guy lurking about in the car, trying to like entice kids to get in. But he was just really backing himself. He was just trying to get them in off his general chat. You know, he was just trying to use his banter to his primary school kids to be like, do you want to come and ride in the car? And they were like, nonce. And they didn't. <laughs> Just trying so, to be charming. Like. But then straight away, it hit the parents' WhatsApp group. Mm-hmm. There's a nonce kicking about in the Citroen Saxo here, trying to fuck kids. Now, it could have mm-hmm. just been a guy who got lost and be like, do you, do you know how I 
direct myself but straight away parents are like no paedophile. it's an ounce paedophile, paedophile. Yeah. I remember those letters going home and for some reason it was always a red car I don't know yeah. why but it was always a red car mm. my dad had a red car for years did he ever live in Lisburn? no thank god that's one thing that I'm spared from Lisburn you're a Lisburn guy aren't you? I, I, I was raised there yeah. but do you uh, do you have a like obviously you have like, like Shane Todd he loves Hollywood so much. Hasn't lived there ever, probably. Since but he it. loves it. Do you have the same feeling towards Lisburn as he would have to Hollywood? Or are you just like, nah, fuck Lisburn, I'm glad to be out of it? I wouldn't... I don't miss it that much. Like, I live I mean, I live in Carrick now, and that's basically Lisburn by the sea. Yeah, I mean, what is... I mean, what you've done is... I, it makes me think you, you're just... You're in a paramilitary group, basically. Well... I think it's kind of... And you've been put out of Lisburn, yeah. and if probably in the car yeah. it's like out of the fryer into the air fryer that's yeah. what it's like <laughs> but what is it the car's a nice part of the it is nice yeah it's nice there's, there's a view you can take the yeah. Lisburn it's just the lagging and what's the uh, like you know what I, I'll be honest over time I have changed the places that I dislike the most Lisburn still lives in my heart because it was a sad time in my life when mm. I had to go to Lisburn every day it depressed me now they want to mm. just come out because there's been some what do you call Lisburn people losers but no their actual term like you've Belfasters you've Bangorians You've must be Lisburnians. Lisburnians. It's bound to be like losers. But those guys have got at me before and been or, like, or Lisburn victims. Listen, they go the Lisburn victims would message me and be like, Lisburn's great, you just don't fucking blah blah. The reason I hate Lisburn, okay, is because I had to work there against my will. I was a slave. I was forced into Lisburn against my wishes. I was moved. I used to work in Dundonald, which is now my, my least favourite place to gig, by the way. Big shout out to Dundonald. Um not worse gig than the one we did there, but we'll come well, back to that another day. Well. But and how bad was that? Well, Terrible. That's very bad. But we um <coughs> I had just bought a house, just agreed a house in Bangor. So I was moving to the home the my hometown my home city. I love Bangor by the sea. And two weeks or no, a week before I was due to move in. So I was due to move in on like the seventeenth of May, I think it was. Hmm. And on the tenth of May, my own sister's birthday, so mug me hard. My boss was like, We're moving you from Dundonald Lisburn. So Dundonald takes me what? Twenty minutes from Bangor. Easy, Up suitable. There. Just had a baby. It was just Holly, her first kid. You know, Catherine was suffering from postnatal depression at the time, which we weren't aware of until later. Mm. Um and my boss like, You're moving to Lisburn and I was like, So I have to drive an hour to work and home from work every day to work in an office with a boss who hates me. And they had this rule whereas like in my previous post in Dundonald, my boss there would have been like do you, um, if you're working on site, just go straight to the, just go where you're going, let us know where you're at, you know, check in, whatever. Didn't take a piss ever. Mm. But Lisburn boss was like, yeah, if you're out and about, you have to come back to the office and let us know you're finishing for the day. So you know what Lisburn City Centre is like? Like, mm. I was parked, you know, the office I worked in was right opposite Atsos Nye. Oh, yeah, that's my banter lounge. It's my yeah. I go there. But you do really? I do, actually. To the yeah. banter lounge, right? Yeah, it's great. So we were in there. And big shout out that's us now sponsored podcast if you want oh, that's right too many sponsors <laughs> but I was to go there so the pay to park and what's the shopping centre called Bow Street Mall Bow Street Mall is that what you're called Johnny Bow no, no so I had to park in Bow Street Mall go into work and go I'm leaving now and I go so there'd be times I'd be on the outskirts mm. of Lisburn have to come in and go because mm. my boss was just keeping tabs on me yeah that's annoying yeah. I was also forced to live in Lisburn yeah but could you have left or would that have no I was just I was literally just born 
Nice. And do your, so. are your parents Liz burn victims their whole lives, or did they? No, do, they're not. They're they choose to be burn victims. They're from. <laughs> they're from Belfast originally, and then moved to Lisburn. But yeah. Put out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They they were doing the putting out, and then they realised, oh, too much. Yeah, I get yeah. it. <laughs> there you go. They put, put out too much, and then had a new Lisburn victim. Yeah, that's exactly right what there. happened. Yeah, I like that. And are they still in in the city of Lisburn? Yeah, yeah, they're still there. So I can't say anything too bad. Like. Yeah, but you know what? What I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is, I don't totally hate Lisburn. That's I've never had a gig there that I've eaten shit at. Now I know Lisburn hates me, and I've refused mm. to flat out gig in Lisburn since my traumatic experience of working there. But you know, maybe one day. Maybe one day listen to this, but don't I? I don't hate you that much. I just I feel actually sorry because I can understand why people would resent living in this. Yeah, no one gigs right. there. Yeah, there aren't any. Would you start one up? No, no. no. There's a lot of uh, people in mobility scooters in Lisburn, and don't know if that's just connected to Lisburn or. I uh, I I brought this up on a podcast and got Shane near tore me to shreds. It's so true though. Why? Because I said there's so many disabled people there. That's true, isn't it? No, well, I mean, like, any time you walk down the, the, the yeah, main, we, that's there's more street, with the light shows on, yeah, there's, there's just a lot of mobility scooters. So I remember many. I couldn't get in the cafe near one day from the mobility scooters, so you know what I did? I was like, you know what, I'm not going to be stopped being a consumer here. I toppled all the fucking mobility scooters on and went in and got my fucking mock <laughs> That's the way I did like, Yeah. That's a lot of mobility scooters, though. Like. I know. Well, why was he? What, what was his issue? No, it was more like to try and cancel him because he's calling everyone disabled, but it's true. Yeah, but you know what? It's so true, though. That guy, likes the, he's worried about being cancelled. You dare say he gets really panicky, but I mean, sometimes you got to call speed to speed, you know? And that, yeah, they are. Like, yeah. A lot of, like, there's a lot of DLA in that time. Like. Yeah, I actually hung out at the uh, Jobs and Benefit Office in Lisbon for a bit as part of my job, trying to recruit people into education. <laughs> Using Werther's original surprise. <laughs> but believe it or not, they, they'd take a suck, but they wouldn't take a, a qualification. So, as no. I the city of Lisburn, big shout out. Uh, hopefully, listen, Ben, can you get on to Lisburn Castle Ray City Council there and see if they want to do a month's sponsorship of the podcast coming up? That'll be pretty good. It'll um, be a nice time. So, yeah, what long have we been talking for? It feels like this has been nice to have you as a guest because I'll be honest with you. This is, I've done a lot of podcasting today, mm-hmm. and I was sort of wondering whether my energy would be good, bad, and different. I don't know. It's been taking a lot of coffee, and I feel like it's been a lot of fun. It has been a lot of fun. Maybe, maybe, we're both, maybe we're both just buzzing off the coffee. Though. Could be. Because, I mean, I made the coffee, um, and you know what I put in there? I, Coke off Darrow Brain's cock. <laughs> I am feeling a little bit dizzy, not going to lie. Well, that's okay. Well, once you pass out, I'd be like, I just didn't want him to leave me. <laughs> Dammer. Bingo. Do you watch that show? I haven't seen it yet, but I feel like... Like I've seen all the documentaries and stuff, so yeah. I kind of know. You know him inside out, I yeah. Quite literally inside out. Yeah. You know? Like I know, he didn't use brandy balls, did he? But no. he also wasn't a pedophile. No, he wasn't. I got to think, and again, one thing that I really refute about him, and I think people call him racist. No. He wasn't. Because no. people are like he only he killed he killed anybody that he fancied. So I mean, he just happened yeah. to fancy. And none of them were kids, which is nice. No. In fact, no, he was. They did kill. Was he? He, yeah, he killed a couple of fourteen-year-olds. Yeah. But they were out, you know, kicking about, um, like, liquor stores. I thought he had something, like, some sort of redeeming nah. quality. The only redeeming feature about him was he was quite cute. You know, I think he was quite cute in parts. Mm. And I also think that, you know, he did fully admit to everything he did. So, I mean, as awful mm. as it was, his crimes were tremendously awful. But he put his hands up. At least he was like, listen, hey, you scooped me. Yeah. As the Germans would say, it's took me or lied. I've done a boo boo here, and I'm yeah. sorry. But was there not literally a man there? <laughs> yeah. Was there? Where? Whenever they caught him, was there not someone there? Yeah, I mean, what what had happened was, I think Jeffrey Dahmer is the 
the antithesis of losing the run of yourself. I think it's fair to say the man lost the run of himself. Yeah. And like initially when you start doing crimes, you know, obviously I only know this because I study criminology. I'm not like a freak. <laughs> but he started to do and then as he got on and on he was like the time scales in between murders got shorter and shorter so he hadn't like cleaned up properly the previous do you think he was just really full of like cock and no it's like people like you know what's like yeah. whenever you just eat a bit too much like, yeah, you're not yourself but whenever this is the thing whenever they got him mm. like he had a head in the fridge and just a body dead on the bed and then the guy got away they caught him so like mm. he was trying to like hook up a guy to a handcuff and then the guy just I think clobbered him in the head and then escaped and then they were like let's go and have a look but again this is the worst thing the worst was when the the police found again it was the 14 year old boy um, mm-hmm. Conorak since some of them I can't say it's her name disrespectful the dead. Close enough, but he's called Conorak anyway but he got out and like he was found by like neighbours who were like this guy is like a kid and the police were like he's not a kid he's homosexual and that was how they justified in the days like this is not a child this is a homosexual man and that's his boyfriend so they mm. let him go back to Dahmer to murder him which was totally horrific yeah that's but that's bad that's but, the, bad but the why are the, the wives the um the neighbours were like ringing the police being like what about this little boy who was just wandering around naked have you done mm. anything about that and they're like he's gay it's okay yeah they're just yeah just a couple of gay guys doing gay things which at the, that time of, of of life they didn't really no but I mean you know, yeah the whole gay thing was probably up well it wasn't really consensual was it like no because he drilled a hole in the guy's head <laughs> yeah which it's is, not real which is problematic I, don't, I know you know. people are into weird stuff these yeah. days like, but. I bet it means if he drilled a hole elsewhere with something else other than an actual drill but literally to drill and an it, actual one yeah. yeah an actual drill and it was not a good good thing and it's just that's that was the bit that made me like go on oh, no. yeah, you know? yeah I don't like that I don't like that that was too much but one thing see the first episode when it was just it like went back, which because like I thought the first two episodes of the show were a bit. Like it starts when he gets caught. Yeah, it? so it starts yeah. when he gets caught, but there's a bit in that where he just like, would you like a beer? And he goes off the fridge to get a beer, not modest beer by Budweiser. Mm. And he goes get, he opens the fridge, gets a beer, but there's just a full head just in the fridge, and don't reference it. He just opens it and you see the head, and then you're like, oh, it's gross. But that's kind of like what he did. Well, Except that was dramatized because he said that he packed the meat mm. in the fridge like a proper like he was a butcher like a shit you know what I mean yeah so he did but, but there was a, like when the police went in and they found like photos because this is a stupid thing he took loads of photos of different stages of dismemberment of bodies what is it about serial it happens a lot though. what is it about serial killers who basically just gather their own evidence which yeah. is I mean it's like it's a or just write it down it? yeah yeah that's probably part of it but like it's like because, just writing a diary as well. It's like yeah, because when they got your man John Wayne Casey, he just had a little box full of evidence. You know, just yeah, stuff he collected which is, people, which is, and all. which is handy. Yeah, so that's really easy place work. Like yeah, like if you want to be a proper serial killer and, and get away with it, you got to like mix up what you do. Like what is your what's your perfect murder as such? See, I think nowadays it's impossible to commit a perfect murder. Yeah, because of like technology and. Mm. I think it's just too hard in our society. Now, I think if you were to go to, like, maybe, like, a third world or something or somewhere where, like, there's maybe a real... Lurgan. Yeah, if you, went to, if you went to Lurgan, you could probably... But I do think, like, it would be... It's too hard nowadays. I personally couldn't... I mean, I'm a good person. I couldn't kill anybody. No? I would be too... I feel too guilty. I'd tell someone. I'd be like, you never guess what I did. But you'd be tempted to. Like, so if something happened, like, if someone, like, kicked one of your... Like, someone kicked your dog... Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I choke him to death, yeah. yeah sure. exactly. I was going to say kids, and I was like, no, dog. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, you ever see the movie Minority Report that um, Tom Cruise is in, where it's like, they do predict future crimes, and he's like, oh, in the police. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, they're like, we, the sweet ball comes out. It's like, these wee fucking robot guys are lying in pools, bath, like, they're just lying in a sauna. Our steam room because there's water involved, and they just think of these crimes. They do all this weird shit. Mm. And he ball arrives, it tells you what the crime is. So he gets it, and he's like, Oh, you're like basically, it's a man buying brandy balls. Yeah. You're like, Oh no, you've <laughs> got me again. But he's like, How the fuck can I kill somebody? That's like if someone were to say to me, mm. You murder somebody in two weeks, I'd be like, No. Yeah. But if they were like, You like harm my kids, yeah, I think I'd oh, get them. Would. I wouldn't care. Yeah, but you wouldn't just do it for the crack. No, but see, Jeffrey Dahmer, if I had have had a brother or a you know, son or a dad that he had mm. caught, I would want to kill him. You know, I, yeah, I, would, you want, would. I would want to seek, you know, I remember, I think it was Maximus and Gladiator said it, I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. And would you eat him? I would eat him out. <laughs> 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 I don't think I could actually cook his food. Rim him and kill him. You but know? that would be, that would be quite poetic. Like if someone offered you some Jeffrey Dahmer, would you take it? Like a like a Dahmer burger? I mean, I don't know. I've probably eaten worse. You know, like I had a lot of horse meat and I was in those lasagnas. But I would say like that was speaking of poetic. Mm. Dahmer killed the first person with a weight, like a dumbbell weight thing. So he bludgeoned them in his bludge mm. not bludgeoned bludgeoned them in his granny's house, and then he was killed by a, a piece of weight equipment in the in this in the prison. Mm. So yeah, that's that's quite poetic. Actually, that is poetic. Um, was his granny in good shape? Was she fit, do you mean? Yeah. She must have been still a lot of pumping, you know. Um, <laughs> but she was deaf as fuck because he was just killing fellas in there. <laughs> you know. And then, like, that's the thing that I always wonder about. You would just be like, here, why is it stink of death down there, Jeffrey? Yeah. You know, like, oh, there's definitely a smell. Like. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know. You know what you hear in films and stuff or, like, documentaries? Mm. Like, police officers will be like, there was a smell of death. Mm. I hope I never smell that smell. Yeah. But they always get on like it's real. That's pretty bad. Like. You ever seen a dead person before? Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely have seen a dead person. Like a prepared dead person? Like a family member's funeral <laughs> or something? Prepared. I was like, I'm ready. <laughs> no, well, like, you know, I, I've seen one that was just being killed, which is pretty grim. Oh, I thought it was pretty grim. Yeah. No, it was not quite family, but like, sort of. Like my ex's family. Right, okay. And with hindsight... Do you enjoy that moment now that you've split up or? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely no. not. But yeah, it was definitely weird. Yeah. Like it was definitely, definitely strange. Like it's not something I want to, it's not a hobby I'm going to take yeah. up or anything. Like I saw a man have been hanged and set on fire. Enjoy that. God, is that. Is that your first day in Lisburn? Or? <laughs> yeah, it was, that, was, that was my day, my first, my first visit in Lisburn. Yeah. yeah, I saw a guy who lives in South Africa. He had just been obviously killed by... Uh, bad ne- people necklaced is what the phrase is called where necklaced? they put like yeah they take an, a, a tire like just a regular tire right. and they fill it full of petrol and they, they put it around your neck and light it and you just fucking and then when the person obviously died from that tied a rope around his body and hanged him from a tree as a message it was like a package all day or yeah no it was actually we went to play rugby with school <laughs> <laughs> we were there so all of us guys just saw this charred body and right. it was yeah pretty pretty grim and part of was it like part of the tour or something no we were actually going now this is the, the probably the amusing part about it we were going to a township to play a rugby match right so we were like basically told like don't like townships have a bad reputation not like nothing bad will happen and we were literally going in like probably about a few hundred meters from going into this stadium to play rugby 
we saw this site and we were like, all right, okay, well, that's that's new as grim as can be. The only good thing about it was <clears throat> the body had been so badly damaged that you couldn't actually like see if you'd mm. seen a face or something, or you, they'd probably yeah. be really seared into your mind. But the only thing seared was his um. body. <laughs> but it was yeah, it was pretty grim, like. Yeah, I don't think I'd like that. Mm. No, I saw a man die, die dead in his house once as well. Die dead in his house? He said, well, he was dead, <laughs> but I was um, at his house. Uh, I, no, I I don't know why I got asked this, but he, he was a guy I knew through work, and he was a guy I would have visited for right. like, housing type stuff. Yeah. And he had died, he'd fallen and hit his head or something off a fucking coffee table right so he must have had like a heart attack or something fell hit his head Shit. died and i was just on in the building and i don't think he had any friends or family and mm. the the guy who works in the the thing wasn't there you know like the concierge mm. so i was kicking about and someone was like can you identify it? and i was like well that's the guy yeah so but he's lying face down and he had bled and the blood had gone across and he was a hoarder so like the blood had got into like some newspapers that were styled and it was like something that was a saw movie just blood mm. gone risen up the papers that's pretty gross and then what also happened was there was something wrong with the service lift in the building right. so they couldn't like get him like normally there's like a service lift for like things like that but it was broken so they brought him down I was on another floor visiting somebody else after it's very casual just going down afterwards yeah. just seeing dead body being like yeah anyway and the lift I put the lift to come down it came down and they were, had his body in the lift and they're like there's room and I went I'll just wait let you go yeah I'd rather you've been through that. a lot haven't you like you know what? When I talk about stuff like this on podcasts, I go, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes you see these things, you just go, oh, well, it's something. It's starting to all make sense. <laughs> yeah. But listen, I wouldn't make a, ho- a hobbit. Actually, I wouldn't make a hobbit. I wouldn't make a hobbit <laughs> of, of this kind of stuff. So. No. Hopefully not. And hopefully, yeah, touch wood, I never see another corpse in my life. Oh, well, that would that would be nice. That, mm-hmm. that would be nice. No, I would like really for like I don't I I don't know I would like obviously not to lose any family or whatever but you know if it if it did I would like us all to go with the world ending by aliens you know that'd be nice all together like being probed or just disappearing well listen you may as well make the most of a bad situation <laughs> I mean, if you get probed get probed that's my motto yeah that that would be nice like have you ever thought about dying mate <laughs> Is that a threat there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever, like, how do you reckon you'll go? Do you have any fears of dying, like dreams or anything? You're like, oh, no, that's how I'm going to die. No, I don't think so. Like, I've, I've had those dreams where, like, yeah. Like, I remember being in a, a relationship when I was quite young, and I had a dream where we are like, driving in the car and going, like, ridiculous. How young are we talking? Like, late teenagers, right, maybe okay. early 20s, maybe. Like. Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> that was my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> he got me with Randy Pulse. Yeah, still seeing him. Um, <laughs> No, um, the dream was basically, so the relationship was, wasn't, wasn't good, like, and um, the dream was basically, she was driving a car, like, really, really fast, and then just drove over the cliff, just over a cliff, not the cliff, like, yeah. like it's the one that everyone yeah. just drives off, but Dramatic cliff. it was a cliff, and I remember, yeah, I remember waking up, and, and it was cliff. just about to die, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that they always, they're always the war- the dreams, I like it, because again, people say, oh, you can, I don't think I've ever actually physically died in my dreams. Because I always no. wake up. Yeah. yeah that's annoying me there. A wee bit of hair is just hanging there. Thanks. Um, <laughs> was it mine? Yeah, it was. It was just, it, it just was hanging down. It's one of those things like you're a dapper guy. 
Oh, I, I appreciate like it, it. I feel like if you looked back on it, you'd be like, "Fucking." That's one. Head. That's one thing I hate. See people who don't tell you about that stuff. Mm-hmm. See people if you've got like a wee bit of like, say you're yeah. eating some tomato soup for lunch, yes. and your wee bit of soup there, and no one tell people just look at you yeah. and don't tell you. Yeah. Why would you not tell that person? And that's a fair point. That really, I genuinely really, what annoys really me. embarrasses me. You see, if I have like something in my eye, like eye gunk. Yeah. Oh my god, I almost want to kill myself. Like literally, I'll do, I'll do that to everyone. I don't, I don't. It doesn't. I don't. Like I don't, even people you don't know. Just walking me, down the street. Yeah. yeah. Eye gunk. <laughs> eye gunk. There's something on your face. Oh, it's just a birthmark. Oh, I'll just yeah. kill myself now. Yeah. I did something like that recently. Oh my god, it was. I was going to oh meet god. people at. Actually, Joxer, shout out to Joxer. Oh, yeah. And I was kind of a bit late. Mm. So I was I was just on my way. And I was walking past somebody I, I know a little bit, like quite well enough that you would normally speak to. Yeah. But I was like, oh, sorry, I'm on a call. And like pointed to my, my AirPods. Mm. And then got across the Joxer, got there, was like, taking the AirPods out. Didn't have them in. Oh, shit. So I just walked past someone, was like, I'm on a call. Oh. And they're probably looking at me going, but you you aren't clearly not you're, no you're just lying to me <laughs> and I because normally I always have them on when I'm just walking about the place yeah. but had them fully not in my ears and I just uh. fully lied to somebody and the truth is I haven't spoken to that person since or like there's been no message from them to be like so again I just am hoping I can just brush that under the carpet and not have to deal with it yeah at least you haven't talked about it on a podcast or anything I can open no listen suck <laughs> it's fine it's no fine. they will only, only thousands of people anyway. yeah. but hopefully this person won't listen and if they do I would say I'm sorry but I don't really know I am because I do think I'd rather have done that than actually had to talk yeah you know? do you ever get that You're I like, do all the time like you'll see, you'll see someone especially someone you like vaguely know it's that one where you're like, yeah. if it's a no, if it's an old mate, yeah, hundred percent, have a quick catch up. But if it's someone you vaguely know, or you know through someone else, I'll a hundred percent hide. Yeah, like I was in where was I? In Marks and Spencers, of course. Oh, obviously on Sunday, but for some reason I decided to go on a Sunday at like five past one, which obviously thanks to DUP. As soon as it's open. The, yeah, it was mm. just packed. It was like Christmas, you know, in the mm. shops center. It was just packed, and there was a a girl I know who um, is like a friend of friends say mm-hmm. and like y- y- you make eye contact and you would sort of go alright I looked at her mm-hmm. and I was about to go alright she just looked at me like this went <laughs> like I was like oh she doesn't want that you know mm-hmm. she doesn't want to say hello like normally anybody like if I'm a walking dog for talk's sake yeah. and I get eye contact I will mm-hmm. I will throw out a morning a mor- and I will enjoy it mm-hmm. but this particular person I could just tell she's like I don't think he knows it's me but I was like I know I always remember a face you know mm-hmm. I just have that and I'll see a face and I'll recognise it and I'll, it'll be in my head until I know mm-hmm. where I recognise it from and you'll acknowledge, you'll acknowledge the face yeah but she didn't want it and I didn't give it her yeah, well, well. So that's all about that's what respect and consensualness that is, is nowadays, reciprocation. Yeah. She didn't want it, but the awkward thing was we were in like a, an aisle rotation of each yeah. other. So like every time she was going like up the aisle, and then the next one was just kept. I hate but that. But then though, what I did was just I just fully walked with my back to her, so she didn't have to see me. So I turned and walked. Uh, so I probably made. What's you like moonwalking? Yeah, I just come <laughs> on. Just with the trolley. Is, this is my story. I'm telling the story that she didn't want to give to me. She's telling other people. I saw Dave Ellie just moonwalking <laughs> down the aisles of Marks and Spencers. Is, is he losing his yeah, mind? Is he all right? Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah. No, probably not. But yeah. yeah, I hate that one as well. Where you, especially when you start talking to someone, and you have the conversation, and then you have to walk past them again. 
Yes, that's <laughs> the weird one where you're then you're like, <laughs> yeah, fuck, <laughs> what, are, what are we like? Aren't we? What are the chances? And then by the end, we're like, just fuck off, just yeah, you know. don't even just head down because that is it. You have to, in the end, just have to not even acknowledge them anymore once you've had the chat. Just oh, yeah, you just have to pretend they don't exist, yeah. that you don't know each other anymore. Yeah, like, sorry, we have now, we're just not friends. You've exceeded, like, it should be just once. Yeah, once you talk to that person, you should be allowed to ignore them for the rest of the day for the re- forever. Sorry, yeah, we've punched out, we're over. Yeah, this is done. You've had the friendly conversation. You don't need the <laughs> nod. Yeah. What do you like? <laughs> it's like, well, not you. You fucking tell me. Yeah. But yeah. That's, we're doing all right. Benny, what are we like for time over there? Like 50 minutes. 50? Um, that's a lot of... That's a lot of chat, right? What we'll do, we'll go on and see if there's any questions. And now, I am aware that we mightn't get questions because I just did another podcast that's fair today. Enough. And I put out a call for questions and people are probably like, what? But obviously, Naomi Mitchell has a question. Of she course. She waits for questions. That's fair, that's fair. Like, realistically, I think Naomi Mitchell is, like, she's she's lured to podcast questions the way mm. a 1960s child would be lured to Werther's Originals. That's you know, you, that, what you that, did was you put out the brandy balls. I it? put out the brandy balls and she's wanting, I was <laughs> going to say a suck, but that's totally inappropriate um, so what she said is this takes the term trouser snake to a whole new level oh god hopefully it's an actual story about a snake hopefully um, it is good that's nice is that a python in your pants sir man accused of smuggling three snakes in his trousers a New York man has been accused of trying to smuggle three snakes over a border crossing by concealing them in his trousers Calvin Batista had travelled on a bus from Canada through to America on the 15th of July 2018 Batista's excitement and an alleged smuggling success soon faded, however. He's since been charged with smuggling three Burmese pythons. How big are they? Burmese, py- Burmese, <laughs> I, uh, Burmese pythons are quite big. Um, Mike Tyson? <laughs> but I, I actually love Burmese pythons. Um, uh, he, they are, they're quite thick, and pythons are, are constrictors, aren't they? So, I mean, that's dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, what it could do is wrap itself. I actually, bizarrely enough, watched a video right. on Twitter today of a woman being attacked by her own python which was nice not her husband's python her own python she like but again you know this is the thing see when something like that happens Mm. you get people commenting and they're always dickheads if you're a video if you're a commenter on videos you're a dickhead right Mm. unless it's like this is class in which case she was like you know what the problem here is this woman should not approach her python that's going to be hungry with her wee hand like a mouse Mm. so they were like her wee white hand the Python was like, I'll tell you what I like, that. Yeah. But it wrapped itself around her arm and then exactly. like you could start to mm. just see blood dripping on the floor. So it must have got the teeth into her. And, like was, that. and again, it was like the awkward moment of, oh, this is my pet, but also I'm going to have to kill it to stay alive. Yeah. I would kill it. Fuck it. Yeah. If you, were to, if you were smuggling a Python and your only option was to mm-hmm. put it in your pants, would you go front or back? Bow back. Yeah. yeah. But then there's the... That brings its own problems. I know, but there's space up there. You know what I mean? My my arse is like a roof space. You know, you just put storage up there. <laughs> full of family stuff. Yeah, just full of family belongings, old Barbie photos. dolls, suitcases. Yeah. Yeah. Now you know what? I, here's the thing. I don't think I would uh, smuggle any snakes or dangerous animals. I don't no. know what's what's in what's in it for me. You know what I mean? What's the biggest animal you could smuggle? On my person, get away with it. That's a good question, actually. Probably almost years those big snails. Where would you put it? I'll put it in my um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it in my, in my, in my belly and I would put it between my tits. 
<laughs> and then it just looked like a big chest of big big snails I would actually no. but again if you put things in your trousers you can't put a wee nipper you can't put like a crab down your trousers no no you know you'd have to it'd be hard to do I and mean, you'd also I there's the pressure smaller. keeping it alive too you know you just have to keep dropping food down there. you'd have to drop a mouse down there if it was a then my willy's very like a mouse like my willy looks like a scientific mouse it's a wee bald red eyed <laughs> small creature that a snake could just <laughs> Yeah, mm. you know. What would you try and what would you think animal you could smell? I don't know. I don't think there's much I can smell. My body's basically just like straight up and down. But see, your clothes are always very pristine, well fitted. If you were to drop some baggy gear, you could definitely get some good baggy on there on that body. Like. Yeah, I probably could. I could probably smuggle a snake. Like you know what you could do? Actually, I would mm-hmm. smuggle a tortoise, and I'd pretend mm-hmm. I had like scoliosis or something. Or just have it on your back. Yeah, just get a wee mobility scooter around Lisburn with it, and then yeah. just scoot about, and I'd be like, "Oh, they can't, they can't get him." God love him, the wee, <laughs> like, God love me, hunchback, me quasi moto. <laughs> you know, he'd get away with it. That'd be good though. But no, I don't. I don't think I'd ever smuggle anything. Are you good? Are you a good person? Do you think? Generally, I think yeah. so. Would you ever be tempted into crime? <laughs> <laughs> Most random question. Yeah, um, <clears throat> depends. What's what am I what am I gaining from it? Like I depends feel, what type of crime. Well, I feel nowadays the way the cost of living crisis has hit us, I think we should be able to do a bit more like Robin Hood type activities. Steal, you know. Have you ever stolen? Oh, I steal all the time. Yeah, just yeah. all the time. Just stuff, yeah. Like uh, my biggest thing I steal is coffee, and I've said this before it's a life hack of mine got mugged really hard here this is real karma mm. I was going to a gig with Aaron Butler mm-hmm. and you know that should be my punishment enough having mm-hmm. through that but we stopped at an apple green and I showed him my wee life hack of what you do is you order a large coffee from the machine but you put yeah. it in the medium cup so what you do is you pop you hit large but it's a medium cup and they gain so they mug you because it doesn't overflow so whenever you go to the front you're paying for a medium cup but it's a large amount inside but then what happened I brought the car <clears throat> spilt it all over my crotch fell out of the car on the floor and I was like burnt all the snakes burnt all the snakes <laughs> killed all the fucking Burmese pythons yeah. I was smuggling in my baggy jeans that's <clears throat> awful <laughs> no it's horrible I don't I, I don't I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll do any crime I'm not planning on it like, it's, it's one of it's one of those things like, yeah. do we have any like um, criminals or anything listen to the podcast any people listening directly in McGabry or something, please get in touch with a question. I'd like to, <laughs> to know what would that would be. Would you ever <clears throat> be up for going to prison? <clears throat> Pardon me. I've got. A, I don't know. I've I've actually been smuggling a frog in my <laughs> No, I don't think. I don't think I want to go to. No, like, I don't think. I, I don't think I do well in prison. Like no. Why no. do you think? See, I think you you'd have to play a role of like a real weirdo in prison. I could. I could. I could see myself as the man who like hands out the books. See, because you're quite a, a quiet guy, mm, generally, you could scare people because exactly. they'd be they'd be like, "What's he done?" And you could have just, just like, not left a library book back in time. But really, if you just be like, "You wouldn't want to know what I've done, boy." I don't know. I think if I knew I was going in, I would just get a load of mental tattoos. Mm-hmm. Like what? Just like know. the swastika across your old back. Yeah, it's done my face. Oh, you know, what'd be really mad. Imagine you just got Dale Winton's face across your whole entire back. <laughs> Never Which meant just it. on my face, and it's like, is that the, <laughs> is that the yeah. Winton or is it not? <laughs> like you know, one of those movable, like like football cards used to get, yeah, and, you and like, he's kicking a ball in the cereal. Yeah. Is, is that Dale Winton? Nah, Dale Winton's fat. Or just that. one, or like <laughs> like Louis Walsh on one side <laughs> and Dale Winton on the other, and then just. But I mean, it, that would be, and I was thinking about quite dangerous to go to prison. 
There'd be two guys that I'd be saying very popular in prison. You reckon? Dale Wynn's dead, R.I.P. Yeah, Louis Louis Walsh, Walsh isn't Louis. The good, pardon? Louis Walsh isn't No, Louis Walsh is not dead. He's dead in my eyes since he quit the X Factor, but yeah. he's not actually no. dead. And you know what the good thing is about Dale being dead? Pitbull shouts him out in every song he does. Does he? Darling. Yeah. Mm. Big respect to Dale. That, like that. That's what he does. Big friends. Yeah, are two people you'd imagine being friends, but... Dealing and Pitbull, very that's close. That was a great show. That's super It was. It was there, like. Didn't they reboot it with somebody else? Rylan. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Also a cool guy. Like Rylan's that. a pretty cool guy. Yes. Rylan, um, I've never really realised how ridiculous his beard is until he's done like an advert for like some insurance mm-hmm. company, and he's just walking down the street, and you're like, "That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen." Why, why is it so black? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely dyed, and sometimes I I don't like a beard that's too well kept. No. Like a little bit of a little bit of rough. Yeah. See your beard's neat, but it's not like Ryan neat. No, mm-hmm. no, I like I like a little bit of like I got my I went to the hairdressers once and it was a hairdresser's this is when I had a bit more hair and it was a guy who cut hair before like he was new barber but he cut hair mm. I think exclusively for black men who have different type of hair than than a Caucasian man. I have hair. Asian hair. You have Asian hair? Mm-hmm. Nice. Not like all me. Like yeah, it's like <laughs> I just have a bag of it in my pocket. <laughs> no. But yeah, yeah very straight and very... Yeah, it doesn't grow down. like grows out, basically. I like that. But what this guy had done to me, he was like, cut cut my hair and everything. And then it came to the end. He, he like, did you know, like like 50 cent, of really sharp lines and sideburns and all. Like he was shaving like, my actual uh, hairline. And I was like, what the hell? And it looked so weird. Cause like, like a square? It was like, yeah, it was like, it looked like, like Jason Derulo's hair or something. Mm. And then he showed me, he's like, what do you think of that? And I was like, no. Weird. I, you know, I remember uh, going to the Turkish barber once uh, and normally, obviously <laughs> the, the burn and everything. Like, but, <laughs> but they'll napalm your boss. Yeah, and they just, <laughs> just flamethrower to the face. And, um, but they shaved. You're finished, bastard. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, just singed everything. But they did there. Uh-huh. So that little, like that little bit there, was just like with the cutthroat razor, and it was too late for me to say anything because I was just lying back with my eyes closed, being like, just. Do so you didn't think you were getting a haircut? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so obviously I don't, I don't mind the shaving there, yeah. shaving there, shaving That's there. So but there, weird. like that yeah. was all gone. Like I looked like some sort of weird magician. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I literally went straight back into work, and the boys were like, "What, what, what happened?" Yeah, like I, I don't really understand what's happened here. They just. But that's like quite that. That's the bit that connects. The bit that you need that. It's important, yeah. yeah. And it's weird. It's, there's nothing I think funnier than when somebody has a bit of hair removed that they don't normally have. Like for example, yeah. if someone has their eyebrows shaved off, ten out of ten funny. Yeah, you know, it's funny. If someone gets their sideburns shaved up too high, ten out of ten yeah. funny. But it would be like shaving half your ball bag. Yeah, and you just look yeah. like a Billy Goat's gruff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big Louis Wall still one, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> but then, I, I would like to say, I, and did you just grow it straight back? Well, that's true. Like, Back like took, a, it to, took a week or two. It's like a Craig David job, you know what I mean? Like, he had that beard that was, like, just fairy. And I was like, that's... Yeah. I think what the move is, you've got to have a beard or a haircut that looks natural to your person. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, I... Yeah. Your look suits you, you know, but Thank if you, you had, like, you. that square cut in this bit out, you'd be like, what's he doing? I'd look like a Lego man. Yeah, it'd be really weird. Yeah, I wouldn't like it. And are you, you're loyal with that's us now then? You're the, you're the guy. So oh yeah, yeah, 100%. How long have you been going there for since yeah, it opened? No, a couple of years. And was it, what was it, the lure gin, the name? Brandy Balls. Brandy Balls. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to no. say, but what? It wasn't that's us now when I first started going. No, there. so you, it was the venue you went to first before? Yeah, they're, they're just very, very good at what they do. Can you also tell me what exactly entails a banter lounge 
I don't know if I'm qualified to give them a plug, but um, you, you can listen. You can give them respect <coughs> in the pods, okay? But I just need to know because I saw them say like it's a barber salon and banter lounge. There is a lot of banter. There what is banter. A, what is a banter lounge? I don't like. I hate the word banter. Yeah, it's a, it's but a it's a yeah weird word. I used to yeah, but that's one of those words now that's like it yeah creates images that you. They're like I don't want to go there, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah. But it is. It's they're like the guys are. They're they're good fun, like, and they will. They always give me a beer and do a very good haircut. Yeah, and you're like actually keep your beer. I have a bottle of whiskey in my bag. Yeah. I, <laughs> I do have yeah. a problem. Now it's about to become a banter lounge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's only a banter lounge if I've got my whiskey. Yeah. yeah well, big shout out to the Atlas Now Boys, um, mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, they find us a, a new name because I mean it's weird. <laughs> I'm saying nothing because I'm fantastic. It's, it's, I'm sure it's a good place. They are skill. fantastic. You know, maybe just maybe just call it the Banter Lodge. Maybe. Or Banter World. Banter. No, just no. Banter World. <laughs> Where are you getting your haircut? I'm just heading down to Banter World. Oh, what for? Yeah, Banter no, World is something no, I do, a place I don't think I'd like to visit. I don't think it's going to take off like Disney World. Like. No, Disney World. Banter World. No. Disney World's interesting. When I was listening to the Mark Maron's podcast recently and he had like Walt Disney's Nissan, and she's like, like against the whole Jews. No, no, oh. she likes the Jews. Oh, Walt, Uncle Walt, not so keen. But she was like, actually, I think they're a wee bit too much with their disdain for the Jews. Mm. And she's Maybe like, it in. yeah, she's like, nah, I'm not not so keen on that. And she did a documentary basically saying that Disney, you know, the the way they run the business, not ideal. Which is mean, yeah. I just like how his name is an insult. Like I love that. Like. Like he's a Walt. Yeah, true. <laughs> he's an absolute Walt. That was one of my biggest mistakes ever on the radio. I called Shane a Walt on live radio. And afterwards, and someone uh, sort of were going to raise it, I had it to make up a lie in my head what it meant. And then I think it might actually be true. Does it just mean dick? Or what does it mean? I, I assume your Walt's your dick. Like I thought when that I, was When well, I like... called him a Walt, I meant to call him a dick. Yeah. But then I think I somehow, maybe, you ever like tell a lie and just eventually believe it's true? Mm. I was telling people, I meant like Walt, like you know Walter Mitty, like he's a Walter Mitty, he's a Walt. And... Whoever I said that to, believed it. No. And it was kept in. And then it was kept in because it was live radio. It went out anyway. But that was some of the most difficult things is like when you're, you know, when you lose yourself and like, it's like being in a banter launch. You know, sometimes you lose yourself. You just become one. Just get loose. saying things and then you call someone a Walt before you know it. You're like, oh, live radio, fuck. And then you just get away with it. I was surprised at how much I got away with the BBC. Like I said some horrendous things. What is the joke that you were the most... Like unsure that would have got past. You mean to tell the actual joke? Yeah. Well, like, if you want to, if you're uncomfortable doing it, if you're doing sort of weird, it's weird. No, no, no. That's it's I a suppose being from. BBC. No, no yeah, exactly. It's out there. But the one that I was most concerned about was probably I accidentally stepped on a plug in my granny's house, mm-hmm. which was very painful. I had no idea she was in the anal. Yeah, it's one of my favourites actually. But uh, it's, yeah, yeah. Because my granny was. Yeah, well, th- thanks for sharing that story. So I she was the, she was the first person who taught me how to smuggle things. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you don't need a purse when you've got a dilated yeah. arsehole, son. Yeah. We yeah. had that in, in work the other day. So my boss watched it. It's the very first time he's seen me, and I was like, oh shit. 
and he watched it and then the other day we had uh, he's been talking about it and all that and this, there's this really nice couple of men that work there and they're really like church going folk and, oh no yeah oh no and he was like oh did you see him on the TV and uh, they were like no no is this where I was I was like oh I was on the BBC and she was like is it on iPlayer my boss just goes don't watch it <laughs> oh, <laughs> do well. not do not watch it I was wondering what he's going to do there because I thought he was going to start telling jokes here no yeah, but he did so. after the show he did come in and he was like uh, so what about your granny I was like yeah she's in the anal yeah <laughs> loves it absolutely loves it Oh dear, that's the worst. Yeah. Like I, I actually had a boss who was my boss in Lisbon, came to a gig once, mm. and afterwards, he, I don't know if you ever had this before. And I, I because of what your type of comedy is, mm. and compared to maybe what people might perceive you being, I bet you get this a lot. Mm. He was like, "Fuck me, man, you're actually you're quite funny." Mm. You know, and I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "You're not like us in work," and I'm like, well, "Obviously, yeah, like, I get it all the time." Yeah, yeah, I'm not working. In, it's not a banter lounge. My work, it's a yeah. fucking serious place. And he's yeah. like, "Well, you're really." You're funny, and, he, and, like, and then he start like giving you compliments, but f- then start turning them into an insult. Like mm-hmm. genuinely, like you're a shit person to be around, you know? and obviously like, you're a bit of a cock. Like, yeah. I, I don't like. I've I had, don't like you, but I, you're funny. I've yeah. had that before, where it's like you're literally the least funny person I've ever met. Yeah, but you're quite good at that. And you're like, all right, yeah, cheers. Um, um, your shit boss and shit dad and a shit yeah. wife and a husband and a yeah. what they're basically saying is, I wish you were as good crack in real life. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's like, maybe you need to look at yourself. You know, maybe yeah. you need to realise that you need to try and draw it out of me. It's there. It's living in here. But it's like a snake. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're you're ready to go. Yeah. But you're just not drawing it out of me. You're exactly. not presenting me with the way... There's no mouse. White, white mouse. You know, you're not giving me the brandy balls. Show me your mouse is what you're saying. Show me your mouse. Get your rat out. Show me, yeah. Uh, Here's uh, the brandy ball. Show yeah. me your dick. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, yeah. guys. Johnny, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the pod. Thank you. Um, what time is it? Oh, you might make it home. You maybe will. You maybe won't. Oh, it's tight, maybe. But maybe. you might have to run, or you might just be left here. Forever. Can I quickly plug Forever. the show before I go? But you want? Can I quickly plug the show? Oh, by the way, I was actually oh, going to do that, do that anyway. anyway in thing. But listen, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you want to plug your own show? I was going to plug it for you. It's okay. Uh, you might do a better job. No, listen. Take away. Plug the show. <clears throat> Thank you. On uh, the 4th of November. 4th of, yeah, 4th of November. 24th. 24th. Is it 24th? No, it's 25th. 25th? Well, it's the day before I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, yeah. get, I'm getting people <laughs> I, wish, I wish you'd plug yeah. that. Like, <laughs> plug Ugly's next month. 4th? 11th? 10th? No, it's actually the fucking... It's the 10th. 10th. Anyway, the tenth. my so my debut solo show, Limelight, Limelight 2. Tickets are selling, but we need to sell more. So 25th you know of November, Limelight 2. Buy some tickets online. That was the worst plug I've ever heard from a person ever. Johnny's show, The Pundertaker, the which Pundertaker. Is, is a great name of a show. It's on sale now. The ticket link is in the description of this video or this audio. Go and buy your ticket now. Don't miss out. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Get home safe. All best. To Lisburn. Thanks. I'm the slack guy.